Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, episode 111. I am excited. Happy New Year to you. Did you guys enjoy the the throwbacks? I did. I remember we did the 100 episodes and you guys got to say what your favorite episodes were, but I didn't say what mines were. And some of mine were those ones that were pivotal for me or life-changing for me. And I think the one that I use the most is I get to like talk back to my brain and not have one-sided conversations with it. And that was so such a big, when I realized like my brain is talking and I get to talk back, like I don't have to be reverent to it. So I hope you enjoyed those. Hmm. But It's time to get started with some new stuff. And hey, it's January and we're getting ready to create some epic shit and some epic lives. I realized I've been talking epic shit and really what it is, is what we want is to be able to create our epic shit without losing epic lives. Like we want to be able to maintain a life that we enjoy and not have it be so lopsided. And so I'm going to start bringing in a lot of the things related to the stress of doing the epic shit. I'm going to start bringing in my health stuff to this and what happens when like we're stressed out and some of the things that we can do. I'm going to start bringing in some strategies. I'm literally excited about helping you guys as high achieving black women create epic lives, not just your epic shit, but your epic life. And what does that mean? So it's going to be a combination of thought work, health-related stuff, stress-related, recovery, all the things, body work, like how to take care of us, co-regulation, somatic work. I'm bringing it all in. I'm bringing all my tools, all the things that I have, and bringing it in because I think it's time for us to not just put our shit out there, but to be able to enjoy our lives while we do it and create epic shit with experiencing an epic life. So stay tuned. I've got a lot coming in the hopper. And remember, Deeply Rooted is where we take this stuff from theory to practice to mastery. And that's where we master it. Like there's one thing to have information. There's another thing to transform, use that information to transform. And that's what we do inside Deeply Rooted. Join me at brigjohnson.com forward slash group to get on the wait list. Okay. So enough of all of that. Hope you guys have had a wonderful new year, but let's get started. Now, I'm assuming that you guys have made some goals that are big and scary. If you haven't made a big, scary goal, why not? Why not? Listen, if your goal is, doesn't scare you, and I know we say this all the time, it's not big enough. 
not because you need it to be big, but because of what it requires of you in order to do that. And so I just want to ask yourself, are you playing it safe on your goals? Maybe I'll do that on another podcast, but are you playing it safe? But for those of you who have created those big, scary, I ain't got no business believing this, saying this, putting this on a piece of sheet of paper and writing this down. I ain't got no business doing this. For those of you who have done that goal, I want to talk to you because I know your brain is fucking with you. And here's the deal. Your brain is making sense. So this podcast is all about what do you do when your brain is making sense? Like it's telling you some stuff and it's giving you all the evidence and it's like making sense. It's connecting the dots, right? It makes sense. It's using your history, it's using evidence, it's using what happened to someone else, it's using, like it's making sense. And there's a part of you that's like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, you're right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. So what happens when you have decided, like you have this big scary goal that you ain't got no business doing and your brain is making sense when it's like, what are you doing? What's your answer? First, I want to say, before I say anything else, I have this concept, like I've heard this concept of creating a listening room. I want you to create a space where you're not in an adversarial relationship with your brain telling you all of this. Because really, it's making sense because only thing it has is what you've experienced in the past. That's all it knows. What's already been created, what's been experienced in the past, that's the only thing it can give you. So you don't have to be mad at it. It's doing its job. What you have to understand is your goal that you have no business saying comes from your imagination, which is a different part of your brain. It's something that's created in your mind that hasn't been done before. No one's done it. There may not even be any examples of that. And that is okay. You get to play in that land and you get to hold space for your brain that's freaking out. That's like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense and understand why. So my first suggestion is to create a listening room. And this is when you get to know your brain and you ask it a couple of questions, like you acknowledge to it, what are you trying to tell me and why? Like ask it, what are you trying to tell me and why? Creating this listening room when it's not an adversarial relationship, then your brain, that part of you feels like it's being heard. That's the only thing we want to create right now. Like, I am listening. I hear you. Okay. So what are you trying to tell me? Second question, what are you protecting me from? Right? What are you protecting me from? Your brain is like, I'm protecting you from like, When you did this last time and this happened and this happened and this happened and then ask like, what are you really protecting me from? Because those things happen and so what, right? Ask it again. And we felt really bad, right? Or normally what it's really protecting you from, if you just keep asking it, you'll realize that it's protecting you from feeling an emotion. That's usually always what it's protecting you from. 
from feeling an emotion, from what you will do, how you will treat yourself if something happens that wasn't planned. That's what it's protecting you from. And to understand that, like, oh, you're actually protecting me from me. Thank you. Right? What are you afraid is going to happen is the third question you can ask. It's a different way of what are you protecting me from, but it's like, what are you afraid it's going to happen? And when you get here, it's like spend time with these questions, like marinate in these questions, because what you'll realize is what it really is afraid of is how you will treat you if something doesn't go the way you wanted it to. And you can reassure it that I'm not going to do that. Like you get to decide now how you will treat yourself if the unforeseen happens, if it doesn't work, if it takes longer. But you can only play there when you like play the devil's advocate. So once you ask all these questions, you can then say, okay, well, what are you afraid is going to happen? And then list them out. I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to like not listen to myself. I'm not going to like all the things that you are afraid of. List them out. Write them down. And then have answers for them. This is the key. Like when we don't listen to ourselves, then we just create this roar and it's not being heard. I remember when I worked the emergency room as an RN and I would work with kids and kids were absolutely the worst, especially the ones that knew about shots and they were going back to the same place to get another shot. And sometimes we would wrap them up in what we call papooses or hold them down. And when we held them down, they actually fought more, right? Like they actually fought more. When I partnered with them, like, it's like, hey, you get to hold this, you get to do this. And I would take them to the OR in a wagon and I would rock them as I put them to sleep. And I worked with them where they were. There was less like fighting. So what if you listening to your brain actually creates less fighting back and forth? It's like, I hear you. Here's the deal. We don't have to be afraid of the part that makes sense because what we're thinking, if I listen, then it's going to talk me out of it. But guess what? Remember that thing about the strongest energy? The strongest energy always wins. You get to decide you're the strongest energy. I'm going to listen to you, but I'm the strongest energy. When you realize it's coming from the past and it won't be when you realize like it won't ever be able to make sense of what you want to do because it doesn't have the capacity because it's only giving you what you've done in the past. So you're not expecting it to like be on board. Like I get you. I know you're not going to be on board. This requires me to change identity. I'm not expecting you to be on board with that. This requires me to use more energy. I'm not expecting you to be on board with that, right? When you're lower your expectations for that, it's like, of course, you're trying to talk me out of it. It doesn't make sense. I get it, right? Then you get to partner. But when you do that, you get to see that there is actually some gold in what it's trying to protect you from. And if you list those things out, what are you afraid of? What do you think is going to happen? 
And you answer like, this is what I'm not going to do. This is what I'm not going to say. This is how these are the stop guards and boundaries I'm going to take so that this doesn't happen. This is what I'm willing to put up with. This is what we're willing to do. And you answer those. Then the brain, that part of the brain is like, oh, it feels heard. You literally hold space for that part of it without trying to change it. I'm going to say it again, without trying to change it, it gets to be there. You don't have to change it. You understand why it's giving you all this logical that makes sense. And yet you are still choosing your power to decide on what you can create, even though it doesn't make sense. Like, listen, me quitting my anesthesia job and being a full-time coach didn't make sense to anybody. I get it. Hell, it didn't even make sense to me, right? But it was a decision that I chose because I'm like, I know that this doesn't make sense. It's logical. Like I'm working too. I'm like all the things my brain was making all kind of sense, but I decided that I was going to give myself the privilege to be more. I was going to give myself the privilege to create more. And I knew that that wouldn't be what my brain was on board with. But what I did do is listen and I decided ahead of time how I would treat myself and I actually had a game plan for how I was going to do it with boundaries. That was the gold in listening to my brain when I partnered with it because it was like, and you're going to do this. It's like, okay, well, I won't quit my job until I get here, right? I talked about that in that podcast episode when I left my good good and how I navigated that. But I navigated that because my brain was like, no, this doesn't make sense. And I didn't try to change that part of me. I understood that part of me and understood what it was protecting me from. And it was on my side. Like it literally was on my side. It didn't want me to go through people showing up at my house taking pictures of it because I'm on a foreclosure list. I get what it was trying to do. You can get what your brain is trying to do and not make it mean anything. You get to hold space for it. But when you use it as a partner with it, there's so much knowledge in asking it these questions and then solving for that as you prepare. I'm not going to let my bank account get to this. If this happens, I'm going to get this job. Like, I'm not going to sit here in, like, I'm going to protect my bottom line, right? Like, there were some things that I decided. I do some things now that people are like, why are you still doing that? It's because I'm protecting my bottom line. I made a deal with my brain that at a bare minimum, I was going to be able to live nice. Stay in my house because that's what we decided. Me and my brain, we decided because I put up for the option. We can sell the house and move into an apartment. And we decided, no, that's not what we want to do. So that meant then that I was going to have to do and work outside of my business, which meant more time, which meant it would be less time for me to put into my business, which meant it would take longer time for me to like, build my part of the business because I would have less time because I would work outside of it. I was okay with that. I didn't make it mean that I'm behind because other people are like, have this and they're able to do it. I didn't make any of that mean that I partnered with that part of me. That's like, no, like we have to have this. I was like, okay. So there is gold in it 
when you don't make it something wrong that your brain is being logical and that like it's messing with you and it's giving you logical reasons why. You don't have to make that mean anything. It's okay. Partner with it. Okay. The last thing I want to act on is this. What will happen if you continue to listen to your brain? What will happen if you continue to try to solve for it and listen to it and like make it make sense? It's not supposed to make sense and you're okay with it, but we're choosing to do it anyway. But what will happen if you keep trying to make it make sense and make it logical? What happens? Because that's what we do. Like our brain comes up with something. We try to like make it make sense. Okay, well, I'm gonna do like such and such as opposed to responding to it. And like, I know it doesn't make sense and we're choosing it, but what are you afraid of? And how can I safeguard against some of those, right? Or how can I like, partner with you. That's different than trying to like make it go away. I'm not saying trying to make it go away. I'm saying like, understand what's at the essence of it. And that's when you start getting curious. Like, what are you really afraid of? Right? What are you really protecting me from? It's not that you're going to be homeless. I can promise you that. What it's really protecting you from is how you're going to treat yourself or how you're going to feel once you're homeless. Right? If that happens. That's what it's really protecting you from. Solve for that. Solve for that. Put that like, this is what we're going to do. Don't try to solve for like, because we don't know how it's going to happen. Honestly, we don't know how the plan is going to come into fruition. We don't know. So what will happen if I listen to it? I can tell you what will happen if you listen to it and try to make it right and try to make that go away. You will be here this time next year. That's what will happen. Or you will continue to play small and safe. That's what's going to happen. And you'll know that you're playing small and safe. And you won't be too fulfilled because you know that there's more and you're not doing it. So that's kind of how you're like, if I, that's one of the things I tell my brain, like, listen, if I listen to you, I'm going to be here this time next year. That usually gets me out of like, trying to make sense of it. It's like, I know it doesn't make sense. I agree. These are the things that we're going to do. And we're deciding to believe, to go after this thing that we have no business doing anyway. Okay. I hope that helped. Let me know. Let me know what you're working on too. Send me an email at brig at brigjohnson.com. And like, let me know what your epic shit is, what your epic life is, and what is it that you want to create? And what is your brain telling you? I would love to know. I love cheering you on. All right. Until next time, remember, this is where we do the work and deeply root it. Join the waitlist at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Until then, bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. (laughs) 
that's deeply rooted, you can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.